astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Uh, Today, we are talking about Mars in Aquarius and what you can expect. And we have quite a bit of information today. So um, we are going to be talking about some worldly affairs when it comes to Mars. We're going to give some personal mundane examples of how this can play out in a chart. And then we're also going to end with how it will affect each of the 12 signs. And I think we're even going to throw in a little astrology for, uh, some of the Lewinsky. Yep. Yes. I was just gonna say some of the main players, uh, some of the stories that are unfolding. And we could add in that, that Mars is going into Aquarius today, the seventh. Yes. So it's very pertinent, very relevant for everyone. Right. So let's talk about Mars first, just the idea that Mars is an activator or a catalyst. So I think, you know, if you've been listening to us for a while, you've probably heard us say that once there's kind of an owie in the chart, a sensitive point, right. And then Mars comes and hits that point that it is almost like a little explosion or, or a burst of energy to that same theme or to the storyline or to the situation. Yeah. Mars activates, right. It activates, uh, it's a sudden burst of energy when it makes a connection. And I like your reference to an owie, right? right? Usually by itself, it's pretty mundane, but if there's other things going on in the chart, a sensitive point, then when it hits, it really does cause the argument or reckless behavior, or all of a sudden a, a bunch of courage where you just threaten somebody or throw down, this is the way it's going to be. So it sets, it sets up for conflict. Correct. Because generally you're very focused on this is what I'm doing or this is how it's going to be. And then, oh, not everyone agrees with you. Yeah. Like that Mars would be like the salt in the wound. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when people say like, don't throw salt to the wound or whatever, like mm-hmm. that would be like Mars. Like the wound is already there. Well, Mars did- didn't cause it. Mars just like infected mm-hmm. it or inflicted more pain on it. It incites it and incites it. And, and Mars can be good. Obviously, because you can say, this is the day I'm going to the gym, I'm signing up, I'm making a commitment, right? This is the day I'm all in business. Mm-hmm. Right. So there are some favorable things, but of course it is associated with aggression. Yeah. Getting back at someone. There's a little bit of, what do you call it? Um, animal, uh, you know, the, the animal instinct that we have within ourselves. We all have it to some bigger degree or lesser degree. And so, you know, depending upon what's going on in the chart, this can bring that out very strongly. And people can do very regrettable things under this energy. Right. Because they're just kind of coming off of a very instinctual basis. Yeah. So other things that Mars can rule when, especially when we're talking about uh, countries charts or leaders charts, it can rule things like missiles, uh, military, firefighters, 
Again, things that go to force. Yeah. Right? Or use force. In someone's chart, if they had a strong Mars activation, we could be saying, oh, you might be doing kickboxing or you mm-hmm. might be pushing your body to the extremes with marathons, right? Yeah. But if someone had it in Gemini, they might be picked up for speeding that day. Right. Right. You know, pedal to the metal or what do they say? Yeah. Pedal to the metal. I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Questioning ourselves this morning on our <laughs> choice, but um, anyhow, but it has been. So let's do a little update of where, where it has been. Mars has been in Capricorn. So we just stepped out of Capricorn and Mars moved into Capricorn late January. Um, and usually in Capricorn, that usually represents rulers specifically, like from the top down, right? Okay. Um, the president now says this, like, and, and we can give an example. Biden came out with his uh, nomination, right, of the first black woman to be maybe go on to the Supreme Court. Yeah. So announcements. Well, you can also look at Putin. He made an announcement himself, not maybe a formal speech, but by his actions. Yes. So just an example, Mars and Capricorn. Mars and Capricorn, to be honest, is pretty compatible with each other. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know how to justify that people can do announce bad things or do bad things under an energy, but it's like it supports it. It right. shows leadership, whether it's the right path or not. Correct. Another question. Yeah. So that's where we've been. Right. Well, so I think we want to talk about that we had a conjunction here just on March 3rd. Yes. Mars did make a conjunction to Pluto at that 27 degrees of Capricorn. Um, so if you do have 27 degrees of Capricorn in your chart, you probably should have felt it uh, this last week. Oh, yeah. That could be a real sensitive point. I have a 29 degree Capricorn rising. Okay. And, um, I just want to throw that in there that, um, 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 you know, not, it was manageable what the events that happened. We had a sprinkler leak in the front yard. We put some detector because we've had some dog pooping, you know, <laughs> mysteriously in the middle of the night in our front yard. So Bill got one of those uh, little stick in the ground things that's supposed to deter. And he hit a water line, you know, for the irrigation system. We had a geyser going, our neighbor came running over, you know, all in all, it all manageable, crazy for about, you know, 15 minutes, but all manageable. Um, And then the good news was that, you know, the neighbor who had said that he wanted to take our lawnmower, which we wanted to give him three years ago. Hey, I'll take that lawnmower today, which I was thrilled to get rid of the lawnmower out of the garage and some other stuff that went out the door with him. So it was kind of a, wow, in 15 minutes, I felt like Mars Pluto just, I really felt it. It was all of a sudden, you know, lots of things were happening in in a very short amount of time. Yeah. So just to kind of clarify some of those things that you said, like Pluto would rule like um, body toxins, right? Mm -hmm. So the idea of like the dog going to the bathroom on your yard, that would be very Pluto. Um, Even the plumbing aspect of it would be Pluto. Pluto Mars particularly would be a plumbing issue. Yeah. But Mars, I I saw like the water spraying out from like the intense water, you know, spraying Mm -hmm. Bellagio water fountain in your front yard (laughs) version of it. And, you know, even, even the lawnmower Mars machinery, piece of machinery that I wanted gone for three years and now, okay. You know, and, and their neighbor alerting us running to the door, pounding on the front door. You got to, you know I mean? It was a savior. Startling. He 
came yeah. to save us, so to speak. You know, I mean, well, yeah, people don't pound on your doors. We have a ring, we have a doorbell. Um, and, you know, and so it sounded very urgent. Yeah. Pounding. And uh, so it would, again, I just share that story. Not that it's so fascinating, but it picked up the sentiments of a Mars Pluto conjunction, activating a, a sensitive point in my chart. Well, and I think that's really important because I think a lot of times um, astrology that, that I've seen in, especially like the social platforms can be used to invoke fear mm-hmm. or invoke a like act now. Um, so I do think it's really important just to share that we don't want to scare people where they think, oh no, what's going to happen in my life? Like, am I going to get a divorce or am I going to lose my job? Right. You know, that it can be just very little mundane storylines that if I was to ask you in two months from now, Hey, what happened on March 3rd that you might just be saying, saying, no, no, nothing, nothing happened. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, we had this before, right. We've had Mars Pluto conjunctions would occur every, about uh, every two years. Right. Right. So we had one and it's pretty interesting when you look back because it would go back to the infamous March of 2020, right? When COVID was declared a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we, again, this is taking it on a higher level, you know, cause now we're looking to see how that affected our country. Well, I think with everything going on right now in the world that would be a miss not to talk. I think people are wondering like the astrology standpoint from what's going on on a global level. So I think it is appropriate just to talk about, okay, that was the last time we saw it. It did, you know, activate the pandemic. And here we are again, uh, Mars and Pluto met up, like we said, on Thursday, March 3rd. Um, so when we talk about that international level, Mars, Pluto is associated with war disasters, um, and so we could easily link that to the Ukraine, Russia invasion and the idea of the active duty military personnel. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's very uh, stressful, even just even thinking about it. But at least, again, it's one way to tie to learn. Hey, let's just look at this as a learning experience. We don't want to get into the terror of it all. No. Right. But the idea that there it is, Mars, Pluto lining up together and probably just like in 2020, okay, that day passed, March, 2020 didn't go on forever, right? It passed. And yet they were still worthy. We were still dealing with it on it. And there's a difference between looking at it globally, what's happening to countries, relationships between countries, which is not my specialty, right? You know, I I've never focused myself in that area. I've always wanted to go look at a person's chart, individual's chart. What's it doing here? Right. Well, and I think the other thing, maybe in case we haven't made it clear, and this is just heavy on my mind because I did the talk yesterday at the library about new moons versus full moons. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so often we like want to place blame on astrology, like, Oh, like, Oh, sorry. I just did that because I'm a Leo. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like we justify Mm -hmm. behavior. And so, you know, I was explaining, like, don't be mad at the moon. Like if on a full (laughs) moon, right. You discover, let's just say your spouse is cheating on you. Let's just say, you know, like you can't blame the moon for that. The moon was just showing you right. Or enlightening you or illuminating or highlighting something that was happening in your life that maybe you didn't know about. And same with the Mars, like the Mars didn't cause this, 
but the Mars then created this perfect window to make an announcement or to take the action and based on other bigger themes that are happening, right? This was already in place. It wasn't just like, oh, Mars happened. Like now we're just going to wake up one day and declare. Well, I'll tell you what, anyone with a little bit of a a victim mentality, Mm -hmm. it is a way to do, it's a coping ability, right? Deflect it. Oh my God, that full moon really messed up my, my, that lunar eclipse really messed up my relationship. Right. right. <laughs> okay. What really happened here? Right. Yeah. It was the people that involved. So it's, it's a simultaneous universe. Yeah. Right. It's happening in the sky. It means it's happening also in people's lives. Right. So a full moon is enlightenment, it gives us light in the middle of the night. Right. Mm-hmm. Go outside, don't need a flashlight to, to see. Same thing, people are having that same experience in their life. They're seeing things that they didn't never saw before. Right. But you, it is interesting that when you hear that talk about blaming, it really is, you know, we're just so in sync. Right. Right. So well, let's talk about one other thing that was happening, because this is a pretty fascinating idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a couple, like last month, everyone was talking about 22222. Yeah. You know, and that it's opening all these portals and yeah. I don't, I don't personally subscribe to that. I know you are not into angel numbers. Um, no, no, you know what? I, I never have. I've tried, I've, I've read books on numerology and everything. And I just, it just has never stuck with me. So, yeah, but I'm always intrigued. Yeah. But I saw so many people posting like two, two, 22, like make a yeah. wish, like blessings, all these things. And I know, um, I want to give credit to the astrologer that talked about 22 being linked to. Oh, Michelle Adler mentioned it in her column. She certainly isn't the originator. This goes way back, but a lot of astrologers have noted that 22 Capricorn, which by, which by the way, Mars was at 22 Capricorn. Yeah. Is linked to destruction and Mm -hmm. aggression. Right. And you know, it's almost like the idea of like power of prayer. Mm -hmm. And this is going to sound really messed up the way actually that I'm leading into this, but the power of prayer where a lot of people get on the same page or the same mindset, and then we're able to manifest it or create it. Right. Right. We celebrated February 22, it. I mean, again, maybe unconsciously. No, then that's, yeah, that's what I want to make clear. Like I don't, people didn't under, people didn't know 22 Capricornian astrology is linked to destruction and aggression, but because it is, and then everyone is chanting to, to 22, that is it possible that we manifested this? We made a big deal out of it. We made a big deal about it. And then simultaneously in the universe here, we have a major, you know, destruction storyline developing right. out of onto Ukraine. Right. I don't know that it's just weird. It's weird. It's a whole different level. It's a little bit outside of mainstream astrology, but uh, I'm always looking at 22 Capricorn now with a little more suspicious. And again, not everyone. And you, by the way, if you're born January 13th, mm-hmm. you have a January 13th birthday, your son sits at 22 Capricorn. 
So I would love to hear some stories because there could be people with that birthday that are firemen, that are police, that are in some sort of enforcement, you know, that that get that get involved, get pulled into these very extreme storylines. Right. Right. So from here, we're going to talk about um, Mars moving into Aquarius. Yeah. So we're still talking about Mars, the you know, the salt to the wound or the enforcer or the aggressive piece coming in, but now it's moving into Aquarius, which Aquarius is of the people. Right. But it, Mars and Aquarius is not a good fit. Right. I made some reference that Mars and Capricorn actually is a pretty good fit. It's considered exalted in that when it's in that sign, but in Aquarius, it's kind of out of control. Mars and Aquarius, just in a natal chart, when I see Mars and Aquarius, I know they've seen some stuff in their mm-hmm. life. And stuff generally means things that are intolerable, socially unacceptable. Depends what era, what decade we're talking about. If it was in the 1950s, they might've come from a divorced home. <gasps> like what a shocker that would have been in the 1950s. In the 60s, they could have had swinging parents. You know what I mean? In the in the 80s, they could have been, you know, seen, you know, just all sorts of sexual crazy stories happening Mm -hmm. in their life. So the point is Mars and Aquarius is a misfit, a lot of energy and the the sign of Aquarius. It is of the people because the people all have different opinions. We all have different voices, right? And so there's a lot of natural conflict when you bring up any topic and not just now, even forever, right? Very difficult to get a lot of people on the same page on something. Absolutely. So this is a chaotic and this uh, is going to last when, as Mars goes into Aquarius, uh, it goes today, Monday, March 7th, out through April 15th. So this is not a calm energy. If I had a client, you know, that, um, well, I mean, you know, look at yourself, you're an Aquarius, yep. right? Yep. So that's uh, a big deal. Mars is going to go across your sun at some yep. point over these next six weeks. You know what I mean? So, you know, you have to think about those days about what's going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, already, I know we're just kind of like right here, but even just within the last 24 hours, I've probably gotten eight emails for clients trying to book. Oh, that could be a very Mars, just like the influx of, again, that's a very positive thing. I haven't actually looked to see, uh, you know, what other aspects it's making in my chart, but Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, okay, that's a nice little (laughs) introduction to it. Um, but so, especially if you are an Aquarius, um, other signs that might also feel this would be, uh, Scorpio, Taurus, and Leo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there could be that projects that you feel like, okay, I need to move forward now. So there could be a, just a burst of energy that comes where you're motivated, you're meeting deadlines, you're launching, you're pressing the send button, <laughs> you're opening up shop to something. And, and remember, there could be some um, antisocial flavor to it. Uh, you might be tempted, Mars and Aquarius, let's do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's take a risk. Let's take a jump. Let's, let's ditch. Let's ditch. No, let's not show up where we're supposed to. Let's take off, kind of have a Ferris Bueller day off type of adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, too, we have to talk about the validity of it of Mars and Aquarius, like you mentioned. So you might feel like there's some sparks flying around you where you're Mm -hmm. either being pulled into very thrilling stories, interesting stories, unsettling stories, but you know, any stories where you're listening and you're like, what, what, (laughs) how, (laughs) 
right? Where there's a lot of excitement either while listening to it or lots of, uh, yeah, things that you don't just hear every day. And I think it's key, and again, we've tried to lay it out, is a lot of information to grasp, but coming after the Mars-Pluto, so close to the Mars-Pluto, this our country, Pluto return, and then a Mars-Pluto conjunction, and now Mars taking off into Aquarius. I'm not saying everyone's doing this, but I think a lot of us may be checking in during the day. What's going on in the world? What's the breaking news? This would heighten that, would bring it up, because that Mars in Aquarius is like a roller coaster. Yeah. You know, you, you think everything's calm and then all of a sudden it's not calm. And then it's now we're screaming and now we're, oh, you know, recuperating from it. So uh, we're, we're going to go through each of the 12 signs, right? We're going to take that time to go through what everyone might be experiencing under this on a personal level. So we can't, we're not going to address the world order here. Right. Right. right? I mean, right. this is not, it's not good. I mean, it's very, you know, it's pins and needles. And that, like, as I said, is it's going to be around for a bit here. Yeah. Well, if we talk about, I know we already touched on Aquarius, but I guess we would just want to maybe just throw in, um, since we're starting with Aquarius, Zelensky's chart. Yeah. The leader of Ukraine. Right. Um, so he has a five degree Aquarius sun. So Mars is going to conjunct his sun March 13th, 14th. Yeah. Now see, there's a case. If that was your client, Kate. <laughs> Yeah, you're the leader of the country, and they're in a war, and yeah. he's in the war zone. He didn't flee, right? Well, he's I actually have a client that does have five degrees Aquarius that I'm watching. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, um, but you know, you would have to put someone on alert. Absolutely. Don't know the story that you know you need to be careful here. Yeah. With with Mars in Aquarius, you know, on this some something unpredictable and maybe unacceptable totally happening. Yeah. Well, having to defend, having to fight, having to step mm -hmm. up, having to make an announcement, having to make a bold call, mm -hmm. all of those ideas of Aquarius, I'm sorry, of Mars that we talked about when we've just opened up the episode. And, and to even ramp it up for Zelensky is uh, in his natal chart. And yes, we do have a chart on Zelensky here. Um, his uh, Mars, Mars, transiting Mars is still in his eighth house. It's been there. It's in there already. Hmm. Mars in the eighth is a classic war. I'm yeah. fighting. I'm, you know, for, for my, for my clients or for your clients. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're, they're, they're having to have a financial problem, which I'm sure, Ukraine is, <laughs> you know what I mean? With, you know, but having to deal with maybe more mundane topics, but and for power, him, eighth house is power. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyhow, there is just that that's not, he's in a very tough position. And that will also be through April 4th for him as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. um, when Aquarius we is, so Aquarius is have a role model. They have a role model, you know. I mean, I mean, no matter what happens, Aquarius, think of that man and think of what he's going through. Yeah. Um, you know, it keep things in balance. Yeah. Well, and we have to. I mean, there are other things to the chart. You know, this Mars does happen. We experience it every two years. Right. Right. So, I guess just to, I understand what you were saying about the role model, but I just want to oh, what well, just calm the Aquarians down that we. Ex I should should say everyone, everyone experiences this every two years. Yes. And right. you know, I'm sorry, that is a coping mechanism that I personally use yeah. when I have a day that I am not happy about, or something stressful has happened. I hate to say this, but I say, you know, 
Mary, you're not going to a funeral today. You haven't just lost a loved one. I always, and that's how I, it's a personal thing that I do. Yeah. To reframe my story. And I always go to some terrible story. Well, you know what? (laughs) So that's my, I'm sorry. That's why I'm not suggesting that anyone's going to be at that level. No, I understood what you're saying. That's why I just wanted to clarify it. The self-soother for me. It's a self-soother. Yeah. (laughs) That we do experience this every two years. So this isn't something that, you know, if you're 36 years old, you've experienced this 18 times in your life, right? You're still here. You're still alive. You're still kicking. Um, But again, with based on other things that are going on your chart, it could activate, right? So Zelensky was already at war or in conflict, I'll say with Russia for the past eight years, right? But now right. like Mars is really activating now, uh, other pieces of the degrees that are, that kind of riled this up. And now Mars is here again. So it'd just be interesting to watch him for those days. If we move on to Pisces, yeah. um, it will be activating your solar 12th house. So a great time to address any sort of health concerns, uh, mental health, physical health, any, any sort of therapies. Would be any great. sort. And then there could be storylines where you feel lost, where you feel like you lost your identity, you're losing your identity in whatever's the project that you're into. So there can be a lot of um, inner, inner stress, so to speak, a confusion about, uh, and of course, maybe even drawn to uh, facilities where, you know, healings are taking place or potentially could doctors, offices, things of that nature. So you need to be a little good, good to yourself, better to yourself. That would be the key word I would say for Pisces under this energy. Yeah. For any Aries or Aries rising, um, aspecting your 11th house. So there could be some clashes with groups. There could be the need to start a new group. Of course, you could just be showing leadership where you're raising your hand saying, I'll do it. I'll take it on. I'll, I'll step up. Yeah. I oftentimes think of that term, like it's herding cats. You ever heard like, oh, this is like herding cats. That would be, uh, uh Aries. They may feel like, oh my God, there's no one taking control here. You know, <laughs> I got to get these people in line. Right. Yeah. Um, next we'll talk about Taurus. Uh, we have this one highlighted just because, um, if, if you have a basic understanding of astrology, but Mars will be squaring, uh, mm-hmm. Taurus and Scorpio. So, uh, affecting your 10th house Taurus or t- Taurus rising, I should say affecting your reputation. So again, taking on more responsibility, there could be some clashes with authority figures. And again, these can be just very simple storylines where if you own a business, maybe the fire marshal is dropping in and just saying, Oh, time for your random oh, check. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Exactly. You know, I have a client friend uh, who's a Taurus and, uh, you know, she's waiting for some big news. She's mm-hmm. waiting for a big, maybe big decision by someone to make that would may affect her uh-huh. reputation and opportunity. So uh-huh. there's, it can be good. Mars can be light that fire we're in. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, if to any Taurus were dealing with uh, parental concerns oh, or, yeah. or boss time. concerns, you know, that Mars could activate some sort of, uh, answer for what's going on as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, for Gemini's or Gemini rising, I would think if you have a class that you want to take a certification, uh, something that maybe you're committing to a much larger project. So you're getting into a a larger community of something. uh, You could be pulled up. Gemini's could be pulled up into 
like, oh, do I belong in the room? You know, a little bit looking around or feeling like I have to prove myself now that I'm sitting next to this person or I have an opportunity to call this person, something where it stretches them. Yeah. So again, there's the difference in personality. Some would say that take it as a challenge, like I'm just walking in their office. I'm not going to call. I'm just going to show up, right? That would be a very Mars. But the other side of it would be someone who gets the invitation, like, oh my God, now I'm intimidated. You know, let me look in the mirror. Am I okay before I go in? It's, it's both sides. It just, that's where the personality comes into play. Yeah. Uh, for our cancers or cancer rising, it's activating your eighth house. So yeah. there could be uh, some focus on some complex monies. Maybe you're finally saying, oh, I'm closing this bank, <laughs> this bank yeah. account. I've had enough. I'm pulling my money out of there. Uh, of course, just with the stock market and everything that's going on there, you know, you could be making some very decisive decisions about where your money is being stored. Absolutely. And there could be some uh, big things about debt being, okay, now I know I got a problem. I yeah. need to get rid of this debt. Um, again, this can be as well, just in, with the times people saying, you know what, I'm, you know, I like your example of taking money out of a bank or something like that. I want to, I need to put my hands on it. There's something going on here about how money is um, divided. So I would also say any cancers that are in the middle of negotiations of what's your money, what's my money and what's our money. There could yeah. be a lot of heated <laughs> discussions over that. Yeah. Just because we're halfway through the signs, I just want to throw in just as a reminder that this energy that we're talking about is only from today, March 7th to April 15th. So yes. it is only about like just a 40 something day window. So, you know, anyone listening that's thinking, oh no, <laughs> what's happening, right? This is very, very quick. It is, but it, it, it's, it's sometimes the best way to learn astrology as well. Yep. To look for how does this energy manifest in their lives? Oh, I, I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. And also just continue a little more thing about cancers. Uh, could be a lot of focus on health, particularly in reproductive. So symptoms I'm talking about, not disease, symptoms showing up in reproductive or eliminative. So you might really be into your colon. It would be a great time to be going on a, a cleanse of some sort for, for cancers. Yep. Uh, next, we'll talk to Leos or Leo rising. Um, it's activating your seventh house of partnerships. Uh, so this would be a great time to finalize a contract, whether you're signing your name on the line to go into partnership or you're signing your name on the line saying, I'm out of this partnership. Uh, and again, that doesn't just mean divorces, um, but that can be, we sign our name on a paper when we take a job, we sign yeah. our name on a paper when we uh, take out a loan, right? So anywhere where you're going into contracts, there could be some um, also awareness about open enemies. So I, I would think Leo's, there could be some more conflict maybe where, oh, I finally said what I needed to say to that person, or that situation finally came to a head and now everything's out on the table. Yeah. They could be making their stance very clear. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, for Virgos or Virgo rising, it's affecting your sixth house of work. So whether yeah. we're, uh, disrupting work. Maybe you're making a very decisive decision about where you are working, what you will do for work. Uh, there could be a sense of feeling diminished. Could be just a hostile workplace, you know, and that just could mean 
one person being very disruptive, but making, making work just a terrible environment. True. Um, I want to add one other thing into that. Uh, that Mars going into the sixth house has a real uncanny um, effect on women. Uh, oftentimes, like that's the, the line in the sand. They mm-hmm. feel like they're being talked down to. Uh, they really th- exert themselves uh, under that influence. So it's, it's, a, it's a little bit of a liberation for women when Mars comes into that sixth house. So that's kind of good for Virgos. Um, and the other thing is uh, expertise. Mars in the sixth house proving I in particularly anything with paperwork, filing paperwork, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, for not filing it, but what do you say when you go, when you submit it, submit mm-hmm. paperwork, make something official again, very strong. There could be a lot of paperwork in, in the Virgo's life right now. I was going to throw in that, uh, if their animal has been needing oh. any care, oh yeah, time as well that they either, either make that vet appointment or, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next we'll have Leo, I'm sorry, Libras or Libra rising. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry. Who's uh, our famous Libra this month. I know we have to talk about Putin when we have, yeah. when we talk about Libras, um, yeah. activating That's- the fifth house, which fifth house is our platform, the way that we, the platforms that we show up on right? So for us, the podcasting would be a platform. Uh, You know, some people it's more of a, they show up on like uh, volunteer platforms, if you will, that that's kind of the platform that I stage. What stage do you hold in your life? And everyone holds some sort of stage, whether it's the the room mother, right? Or whether it's the neighbor that knows everybody on the street, you know, I mean, again, big and small, that's your stage, but Mars going there would cause Libras to, you know, so to speak, demand the spotlight. So maybe the spotlight going on to them recognition, of course, would be a classic thing, but also there's a, it's a performance art, performance art. Yeah. Or showing off could be another way of saying grabbing the spotlight. Oh yeah. Demanding demanding it, hogging it. Absolutely. It's me, 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 me. Now I say performance art because it's really good by the way for Libras. If they've got a concert, they need to perform. If they're going to be in sports and they're going to do something. Yeah. This is a pretty good energy, but again, Uh when we have a, uh, what appears to be an arrogant personality, Putin again, not right. trying to be judgmental here, but that's how it appears um, to me. Uh, that's not good. That's yep. you know. um, also if you had a child, if you're a Libra or Libra rising, you have a child that needs to have something done, mm-hmm. um, any sort of surgery, Mars, you know, I don't know. Um, I was just trying to think of our personal story. Um, if that was, I don't know what date that little surgery is, but if that would have fallen, fallen to those dates, but mm-hmm. even just child acting out could mm-hmm. be, could fall into that as well, uh, mm-hmm. where children are acting out just because that fifth yeah. house does rule children. Yeah. Uh, next let's talk about Scorpio. Again, this one is also highlighted because the, this Mars will be squaring Scorpio, um, our, I was going to say famous Scorpio, but the Scorpio that we're looking at right now would be Joe Biden. Um, so, and it's interesting, a sense of home. Sense okay, of home. So now, house. because he's president of a country, the fourth house, this would be solar fourth, would represent the country. On a high level, you can look at someone's chart and say, are they, are they patriotic? 
Are they loyal to their country? Are they highly attached to their country? Well, he's president. He's highly attached to this country. And so here comes Mars disrupting the domicile. Yeah. So I, you just can't look at Joe Biden's chart and think, oh, what's going on at home? Is that dark dog barking a lot? You know what I mean? <laughs> Is he having a dog poop problem on the lawn? You know, things that mundanely, no, he's a leader of a country. So now all of a sudden we understand that's another indicator that we, the, we, the people, so to speak, are being affected, disrupted. Right. Right. But for the average Scorpio, yeah, probably focus on plumbing issues, construction, renovation issues in the home environment. Yes, maybe some conflict going on within the home or concern that needs to be, you know, addressed ASAP. Yeah. If you've been trying to sell a home or if you've been uh, looking around for like a rental property, again, Mars, because it is the action piece, you know, there could be a a force, uh, a sold sign popping up or there could be. Um, you know, a, a yes coming your way about, okay, yes. we've solidified a new home for you. Uh, for Sagittarius or Sagittarius rising, it's affecting uh, the third house. Yeah. The third house rules the very mundane side of mm-hmm. things. So daily schedules, daily plans. So it could just be little things like, oh, just been bickering a lot. Oh, I've just had a lot of disruptions in my schedule or very tough schedules where I'm turning around and going right back to work or, uh, you know, just tightly packed schedules. And also going to be just things that interrupt, meaning, oh my God, I need to have my oil changed. You know, so now I've got, I don't have my car today. I've got, I'm riding with somebody else, somebody else's, it, it puts you it just disrupts the normal way. Everything is, oh, well, this is an exception. This isn't normally this way. Even uh, you could go into the work environment. All of a sudden you're doing somebody else's job that week. Yeah. Right. On top of your own. It just, just, it, it's, so what it does is it creates anxiety, right? Yeah, Mars I was, going, yeah. going that third house might make you anxious and feeling like, oh my God, I'm so off my game, making stupid mistakes because I don't normally do this. Yeah. I was thinking of the idea of like having to use someone else's desk. Yeah. You know, yeah. it just like, it just disrupts the routine. enough. Oh, you know, but what about using someone else's computer? Oh, when gosh. I sit down in front of somebody else's computer, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm in a whole different world. I don't know why it doesn't, you know, they're all, they all pretty much look the same, <laughs> but I know, you know I'm, I feel like I've got a whole new machine in front of me. I don't even know what to do. I, I just I, went through does a- feel that way. I just went through a computer upgrade. It is the same like Mac, you know, the, the keyboard looks the same, but I mean, it was like every day was a meltdown. It was just like the smallest task that I couldn't do. And then it's like, it's a meltdown. I'm like, why is this making my life so difficult? Yeah. Well, that's what it is. All of a sudden having to relearn, retool yeah. or being told you need to get a CEU. You need to go to school. You need to go to this class this afternoon. Yeah. So I know you threw in the idea of like your cars in the shop, but third house would rule transportation. So again, even if you can be proactive about it, oh, my check engine light's been on. I'm finally (laughs) going to take it, take it in. Right. Okay. And then last, we're going to talk about Capricorn or Capricorn rising, uh, hitting that second house of money um, and values. So again, Mars coming through this area. Uh, worst case scenario, we could talk about unexpected expenses popping up, mm-hmm. 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 Uh, things, you know, costing more 
not as they presented. So again, just being a little caught off guard. Yeah, it's Mars. So maybe all of a sudden moving a project up, something you thought you were going to do, you know, this fall, we're doing it now. I met the person. I agreed. Let's go with it. Yeah. So there's a, could be a rushed feeling here about things happening around the home environment. Again, goes back to that real estate world very strongly about yeah. time to get in, time to get out. Yeah, absolutely. It's your sense of security. So they're either doing a lot of things to create more security in their life, right? Mm-hmm. Or they're doing the thing of let's take a big leap. Let's take a risk. Let's take a gamble. And I think that that gamble would, they would think this is going to give me more security. And, it, and I, I would generally go with that. I think the next big date that we want to kind of just mark on the calendar. So we just had, we talked about today, the Mars and Pluto conjunction that happened here just this last week on April 5th, Mars will catch up to Saturn at 22 degrees Again, Saturn has been a big player in, um, in a lot of the things that we've been talking about recently. So, uh, and it's 22, it's that 22, 22 which is again. Right. You know, that comes very close to where the whole Ukraine-Russia thing really broke open. Right. And after 2-2-2-2-2-0-2-2 was celebrated, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. anyhow, uh, that's kind of a thing. I wanted to close because, you know, I mean, I, I assume a lot of us are gunning or not gunning, supporting Zelensky and Ukraine, right? There's quite um, a few memes about him that, yeah, the support, I've seen a lot of support for him. That I, uh, again, we've got a pretty, we've got a good birth date. Uh, the time I, we're feeling pretty good about as well. That's always a little, can be controversial, but just with what we know, just knowing what date he's born, we can progress his son. Yeah. And again, this is a bit sad. Uh, those who have charts done by Kate or myself know that we are very big into seven year energies. And so we'd say since 2015, but peaking out this year in 2022, his theme is all about sustainability. Can and and basically when I'm working client, how do you say it, Kate? I mean, you know, I go to you're looking at your situation and go, can this continue? continue. How long can it continue? Yeah. Do I need to jump now? Yeah. Uh, it's challenges. It's challenges with be remaining stable. Yeah. Uh, well, and a couple things about this energy because it is a seven year energy. Yes. Right people can be like, what does that mean? Like, am I going to feel this every single day? Right. You know, and part of this energy is the ability to romanticize the situation and maybe not show people what you've been dealing with or what you've been experiencing. So the idea of either you're just overlooking it yourself, right. (laughs) Or you're just smiling and putting on a happy face when you're in situations with other people. So, you know, I do think that when this gets activated to the strongest degree as we're kind of finishing it out. Sometimes we drop that smiley face. Sometimes we drop the romanticism of what's going on. And again, this is what I'm talking about in in anyone's chart. I'm not talking to, uh, you know, Zelensky, like, Oh, drop the happy face, you know? (laughs) Um, so I do think like that the true, uh, picture starts to show itself. Yes. Yes. He's at the, at the peak of it as we speak. Correct. I do also think that it's interesting that this is, um, like Osama bin Laden's lifelong degree about having to defend or control your turf. So again, if we were just talking to a client, we would still 
be saying if this was a lifelong degree, like, wow, you've had a lot of themes in your life or a lot of situations that have forced you to defend or control your turf, right? Of course, we saw how Osama bin Laden uh, played that out on a much larger scale for us all to watch. And now here Zelensky is transitioning through this, this energy. If I just make an insert there, Osama bin Laden, there always was the question of where is he? He was hiding out in caves and people's homes. And, you know, it always was that always kind of having all these safe places, safe guarded places hanging out in. Well, I hope, I hope Zelensky has that as well. I hope he has safe places. I agree. That is something that I remember from my childhood. Like, Mm like how can how can we not find him like right, right? but it was like yeah. always, always a question of where he was so right right so that is one of his big themes playing out here uh through the I'd end like, of the year yeah i'd like to dedicate some hope hope and prayers to him that you yeah. know that he's certainly done a lot for the ukrainian people uh, just morally absolutely well, that wraps up our talk today on Mars and Aquarius. Again, we threw a lot of information yes. um, out there, but you know, if you have, as we travel here through the next uh, 40 days, if you have any great Mars and Aquarius stories, again, if you were born on uh, January 13th yeah. as well, we would love to just hear your stories. It's always just a great learning experience. Um, as well for us to hear feedback from our listeners. So uh, thank you so much for listening today. And we look forward to talking to you next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the mom and me astrology podcast to keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at the or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.